0: Welcome to Guy (laughs) Lie. It doesn't work. It works. You don't you already have November? What is it called? What's November? They do the mustache
1: for cancer or whatever the hell? What is is is?
0: that? What who I but who I I don't understand what the mustache has to do with cancer. No one knows. Wasn't this bad didn't
1: they come up with this back then? remember when i was like ironic mustache drawing was like the cool hipster thing? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Oh god, yeah, Christ. Do you remember that? Like the uh They'd they'd have like, like, check out my mustache mug. No, they'd it's have like, like a they'd have like a have stick that. with like a curly mustache don't on it, that. and you you put it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, "Look, I'm having so much fun at my friend's wedding.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, cousin it Andrea's wedding,
1: wedding, and I'm wearing a fake mustache.
0: Exactly. Like,
1: wow, you fooled me."
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that was awful. And then people actually p- put those on their faces too, in like a real way. I mean, people were curling, mu- that was like a big time when they were yeah. like, you got to start grow you got to grow a mustache and you're going to curl it. Now, I, I don't know if you're I think aware that of that was
1: like the apex of mass indie. Yes. That, like, that 100%. Was like, that was full on, before it kind of Metastasized into whatever marble like form it's taken. Bisexuality
0: thing now, too. I kind of feel like. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, now that was now, now male grooming products. like, They don't want us to grow the curly <sighs> mustache anymore. Now I get a ton of ads for, like, what's up, fuck nuts? Like, let me. Do you, really? Uh, yeah. like, Do you not shave your pubes, bitch? Like, do you want to come <laughs> out smelling like a fucking uh, rock and roll Viking riding a unicorn? Like that's oh, no. and, and which is crazy because like how I mean if you, as a man Is that how what often the ones are like
1: ED pills are like too messing
0: with your pill with your oh yeah hymns and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, like yeah, hey yeah, loser, yeah. can't get yeah. it up. <laughs> your cocks fucked up. Uh but uh but yeah, so like uh, but I, I know you want to start the actual episode now, but I do really have to tell our audience about this. It is guy lie, no, good no. guy. this is a month. Reserved for the boys. Uh, you don't have to tip women. Uh, what? You, yeah, it, it's This sorry. is your
1: whole thesis of the month. This is why well, the not, month exists. No, it doesn't Just to her, not it doesn't...
0: tip women doesn't revolve around that. It's just an example. And It was the first example you came up with. It was the well, first
1: thing. It was right at the front of your brain because this is the only thing you're thinking about.
0: Well, it's just because, I mean, I just did it. Well, I, technically, I just didn't do it. Um, but, uh, but you're not tipping women, but we're tipping men double so that they can have a nice jagai. Uh, jagai or galai? It's both. You wouldn't understand. Only the deep register of a guy like, what, only the d- only the deep register of a guy like me can say the word right but uh yeah you go to the club you're you know you're dancing just with the guys if you have a wife take that ring off you move in with your male friend this month it's only for the guys <laughs> To Liz. What up? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome.
1: What if we just went like super low energy? Just like okay,
0: You did. Hey. We
1: don't even yeah. talk on the phone like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, hey, I'm Brace. Even...
1: Oh, hello. I'm Liz.
0: Um, we are not Chomsky. Uh <laughs> they can't see you when you're
1: doing it. It works better visually because you're like trying to be like you kind of look like bored high school girl or something, you know?
0: You're talking to me or you're talking to him? You. What did I just do that look like a woman?
1: No, you what were was... just like kind of rolling your eyes and like looking around, like, oh <laughs> no, hey. That was period. That was all that was all natty,
0: baby. Oh my god. Um, oh, the shoe fits. The podcast is called True and On, uh, and we are back. <laughs> So there is a breaking news story. I guess I don't want to describe it like that, but there is a developing. That's even a worse way to describe it. Listen, yeah. something happened, and <laughs> uh, due to the nature of the event, got we got to cover on the podcast. Here's uh, the thing: what
1: we are not that kind of podcast. We are not like, hey, rapid response in the news. Boom, boom, boom. Here's my yeah. thoughts. What's the take? True and untake. Let's go. We're on YouTube. Listen yeah. to me every day. Like, subscribe. Pointing at the button down below. Check me out on TikTok for my takes. Takes on the TikTok. No, we don't do that.
0: That's not our bag. I mean, except for today.
1: Except for today, yes. Yeah. For today only, we have a rapid response team here in the studio.
0: Mm -hmm. Ready. A lot of them are Colombian. I don't know where I'm going with this.
1: I just like, I, you know, I will say we do have to talk about this and I'm happy to talk about it because it is a really crazy situation. Ongoing developing situation. Um, However, I don't love talking about ongoing developing situations because you haven't really seen them all play out yet.
0: You know well, I mean? especially especially with this one, I mean, there there is breaking stuff, basically, uh, up until we started recording. I mean, I think I took the, the last little notes on it about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, probably in a day or two or a couple of days, that uh, there will be some more stuff that's out. But I feel like this is a pretty safe summary of what's going on so far. We should also mention what we are talking about. No. Uh, okay, let's just sort of hint at it <laughs> for the rest of the episode. Uh, The president of Haiti was killed in what appears to be a very – part of the raid seems to be okay planned out, but the rest of the raid seems to have been very poorly planned out. Mm. Um, And it has created, as you can imagine, quite a uh, delicate political situation in Haiti and a curious response from the international community. Um, I love that to phrase, to international community. Least. Oh, well, there certainly is. Is Haiti, Haiti, I got to say, from our previous episode we did on this, and which we should say, listen to.
1: Yes, we're linking to it because if you haven't listened to it, then I want you to stop. Turn this off. Like, what are you doing? Stop listening. Yeah.
0: Listen to the one. You got to listen was...
1: to the first one because We had otherwise... like an
0: actual like expert on
1: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know what we're talking about. Listen no, to we, her. I, I, we kind of know what we're talking okay. about a little bit. but. Uh no for real though go back and listen to that episode it's really great i re listened to it actually in uh working on this episode and was struck by how um how much we covered <laughs> surprisingly yeah very very much and um so i think it's a good primer on understanding the ongoing developing situation in Haiti
0: yeah and so I mean, I think it's pretty hard to, I guess, have missed exactly what happened. But I'll do a little recap here because I, I watched, I watched the videos, and they are. There know. was a one that I think most people, if you're the kind of person who watches videos of these kind of things, have seen. There's a couple others that have since come out and give a little light, more light onto what happened. I mean, we all kind of know what happened, but like on the actual parameters of the situation. So basically, on July seventh, around one a.m., a team of armed men enter into the residence of the Haitian president, Juvenile Moise. I, I can never pronounce it. I couldn't pronounce this guy's name when just we were say Moisa. Moisa, Moise. Yeah, uh, and killed him and shot his wife, tied yeah. up his maid. Uh, it seems to. I mean, the big sort of takeaway I think a lot of people got from this is that there was a video of armed men shot by a neighbor, not shot with a gun no no yeah a, the video was shot by video shot by a neighbor <laughs> uh on the Caught street on candid camera yes uh including a uh somebody with what a lot of people were saying with a was a southern accent which did not sound southern to me and i think mm. i turned out to be right about that uh saying that there was a dea operation for everyone to stand down um and uh you know these guys take off from there in a very slow-moving convoy. There's other video of that, like cars and then uh, like I think about four vehicles, a bunch of guys walking on the street. Uh, it turns out that uh, that Moisey had been shot uh, seventeen or excuse me, twelve times uh, with what? Yeah, with both a rifle and a pistol. Like really, you know, like really, really decimated the guy. And uh, they also shot his wife, who I believe is now in a hospital in Florida.
1: Yeah, they just, like, rained bullets on him. Um, Yes. One reporter actually counted 16 shots in him and said that it was pretty clear that, I mean, one, he was killed immediately, but also, two, that he was shot after being killed. Um, With, you know, making that point, because what they're trying to get at is that perhaps a statement is trying to be made or a message is trying to be sent. Um, Which is to say this wasn't like a... Uh, James Bond style, like quick hit with like silencer sniper, boom, boom, boom. No one even knew. Got him through the window, boom, boom, boom. No, this was, you know, a bunch of dudes raining bullets, like fucking massacring this guy and unfortunately his wife. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, pretty brutal, pretty sloppy. You know, even if intentionally, um, pretty sloppy
0: yeah i th- I think that's that's sort of I mean that has been borne out by what happened afterwards too, and their little um exfiltration gone wrong. But I think one of the hallmarks of what has happened here is just so how ramshackle this seemed. I mean, it doesn't appear. I watched a video, sort of detailing the security that he had at his house. Mm. Uh, did not appear to be extremely uh, well guarded. I mean, certainly. Well, and
1: crucially, none of those people got hit. None of those yes. guys got hit, which yeah. also feels part of the plan,
0: to be yes, clear. Yes, a- absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, they 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 got the job done. They rolled out of there. Uh, the country is immediately thrown into confusion, uh, mm-hmm. and there's uh, a sort of. Dueling prime minister situation here. Yeah, we got so, two. Yeah, which is never a good – you never want two prime ministers. Two prime ministers. That sounds like a
1: Netflix show that yes. I would not watch, but a lot of people at Entertainment Weekly would write about.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the, here's the deal with these. So Moises had – I mean, I, we talked about this in our in our last episode, but he, I think he's had – I mean, this. He, he was just about to start on his seventh prime minister the one that that 7th a guy named Ariel Henry was replacing was a guy named Claude Joseph who'd been in there i think since april mm-hmm. uh the guy he'd replaced actually had only served a single month so it's not a great time to be in the uh, in the government but uh claude joseph uh younger guy appears to sort of represent i mean it's kind of difficult to find out like how his early life and you know where he came from exactly but the general parameters are 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 knowable and you're able to find out about him um according to haiti info project he was a, a instrumental uh as a student leader in the 2004 coup against jean bertrand uh aristide who uh, who is uh you know like we covered in the last episode like a or the last episode in haiti a left-wing president uh from from uh family Lavalas, the political party who uh, was couped out kicked out of the country horrible situation un intervened all this kind of stuff uh, he was a member of the, uh, this is Claude Joseph I'm talking about, the GND, which was mm-hmm. a right-wing student group funded by Haitian businessmen from Group 184. And uh,
1: possibly the National Endowment for Democracy.
0: Yes. So yeah, 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 yeah. There is, there is, uh, there are some some tantalizing bits of info out there yeah. that, uh, I mean, it, it does look like most Haitian student groups that were involved in the uh, the coup against Aristide were funded by the NED. Yeah and uh And given promises of going to America or to France, and guess where uh Claude Joseph goes after uh well a couple year or a few years after uh
1: mm, does he come on home to America
0: yeah he come, well he he takes he takes a little trip to uh to one of the most beautiful places uh, well two of the most beautiful places in America he goes to Long Island University and then to the new, the new school, 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 school. Mm. that is your sign right there that something is rotten in Haiti (laughs) because you've got a PhD in philosophy from the new school as a prime minister here. Who's getting kicked out on the same day that, uh, that the coup happens. seems a little ridiculous. And he goes to be on to become a professor, the university of Connecticut, uh, unable to find his rate by professor, but I did find his dissertation. Anyways, he was supposed to be out on, on, on the six and replaced by gaining an Ariel Henry. Yeah. So Ariel Henry is, I know even less about him. I mean, these guys do not have very extensive uh, online footprints, but, but I mean, he has been in the government for a while. I'm talking about like his personal and I guess business life, uh, former neurosurgeon who was supposed to be the seventh prime minister in this government. And he'd been an activist against Aristide as well in the 2004 coup. And was a member of like a small, pretty insignificant political party, but has been brought on, I think for the, this, uh, this administration and the previous two in one form or another, uh, the coup took place, again, the day that he was appointed to be prime minister. not had not an office, but it, 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 I mean, that to me points to, uh, I mean, you kind of narrow down the list of suspects there, right?
1: Well, the thing I, I want to be, you know, I want to point out, and maybe we can pause here for a second, is that you might be listening to this and being saying, hey, wait a second. So they were both activists against Aristide. Why don't they get along? Well, that's a very good question and perhaps points to the heart of the matter, which is that there seems to be a bit of a right wing uh, kind of power grab happening here where, you know, uh, Moisa had taken Joseph out, who was part of this kind of one right wing faction, like you mentioned, GND that were that were um, kind of this like, uh, I don't know. Uh, surging sort of um, nouveau right backed by the NED um, kind of like n- new power players versus the kind of like Martelly Moisa, like old school, uh, you know, uh, kind of the, the, the old holders of power that yeah. Henry embodies. And seems like um, no one had a lot of faith in Moisa and the upcoming elections, which play a pretty key part
0: here in this story.
1: Because Haiti is actually due for elections and has been for quite some time.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, from what I can understand too and from what I read that basically seems correct too that, that there are these definitely these two different factions at play here. Also, I believe we talked about this in the last Haiti episode but famous uh Haitian gangster barbecue, a uh, former policeman who is in charge of basically yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot, a large part of the criminal organizations in uh, in Haiti had backed uh Henry as pri- as prime minister as well. So, so there are battle lines being drawn here for sure. Um yeah, it, it, it is very, um, it's, it's very difficult, uh, to actually sort of parse if anybody is the legitimate prime minister here as well, because, uh, there isn't really a government in Haiti that's been elected in quite a while. I mean, in our last Haiti episode, we did talk about how, of course, a large proportion of Haitians do believe that Moise uh, is basically illegitimate, had served out his term yeah. as of this February. Um, this was a basically giving himself an extra year. And uh, he did dissolve parliament in 2018 and it has been no election since then. So there are no, there's nobody in parliament. There are 10 elected officials in the entire country. Uh, they are all senators. The 11th was Moise himself. And uh, so this is actually constitutionally sort of a difficult situation because all of the like contingencies for if the president dies that are available in the Haitian constitution are basically unable to be fulfilled because the government is essentially unconstitutional to begin with.
1: Yeah, you you mentioned, um, you know, if there was any, if anyone was legitimate. And I want to just like point out that again, that word legitimate is very interesting, because I think it is highly contested, like you mentioned, like, many Haitians, and I, you know, stand with them in agreement that Moise was illegitimate to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so kind of any of these moves are illegitimate in any sort of popular sense. But it doesn't actually matter what the Haitian people think. What matters is what the international community thinks. Yes. As you mentioned at the beginning of the episode. And um, you know, who they look to to back is really gonna be how this all plays out.
0: Yeah, and I think we're seeing that already. So Claude Joseph, again, I mean, he was kicked out, he was he was basically fired on the six, but it didn't take effect that day. Like Ariel Henry was probably going to be sworn in, I'm sure within the next couple of days, judging. I think that's what happened with Claude Joseph when he replaced the guy that he replaced. Uh, it was a couple of days before he was actually between being named and replacing the the guy that he, you know, there was a sort of interim period there. Uh, and so when, when Moise dies, Claude Joseph is still the prime minister and the closest thing that they can get to a legal move here. And by the way, the, the, the actual acting president or person caretaker of the country should be the head of the Haitian Supreme court. Uh, unfortunately he died of COVID-19 last year. And so there's nobody, uh, Nobody Incredible. did do that. Uh, Haiti also technically has two constitutions because one Enter was- Enter President Warren Hatch. Yes. And so, yeah, oh Christ, remember that, Step yes. Step eight,
1: Hillary Clinton is sworn in as president of Haiti.
0: So Joseph- is the acting president of Haiti, essentially. And mm-hmm. he said that he's going to invoke an article in the Constitution that's going to call for elections. This, I think, at the very first day, like on actual the day of July 7th, there was some question over who might become prime minister or who might become president. Ariel Henry gave an interview to uh, to a Haitian paper saying that he was going to, but the international committee or community rather really immediately backed joseph uh the the un envoy uh uh, who is a former of course reagan appointee to eastern bloc countries for the state department in the diplomatic services uh and then of course uh i believe worked in angola under bush i mean she's a she's a total nightmare uh she is the un representative to haiti uh as part of the occupation there she immediately backed joseph and everybody else sort of followed suit um he declared a state of siege, which isn't actually apparently like a real thing in Haitian law, but basically they closed all the airports, closed yeah. the borders, uh, you know, police, it was essentially, you know, a martial law uh, in order to find the killers. And so... Well, yeah, ostensibly. Ostensibly to find the killers. <laughs> uh, although they did open the airport back up. Uh, but but yeah, Joseph is also getting backed uh, by the security services themselves in Haiti, and it looks like a lot of businessmen there. And this is sort of what makes sense to me because Joseph seems sort of like this new, or not, not necessarily new, I mean, he's obviously been on the scene for a long time, but like he seems much more like an, an amenable figure to anybody who needs an amenable figure in Haiti.
1: Well, I think that, yeah, I mean, I think a couple of things. One, the reason why I brought up the upcoming elections is that Moise's party, I think people were unclear on whether or not like PHTK could even hold majorities in the if there were to be new elections. Yeah. And so, so there are a couple of things. Yes, there is the kind of like right wing power grab. Absolutely. And this sort of like ascending, you know, NED kind of. You know, the, the GMB, I mean, like, think of it as like a putsch that kind of happened in 2004, right? Against yeah. RSD. So you have this kind of like new guard that the international community, <laughs> we'll call them, uh, is kind of handpicking. But also because, not because Moisa was, I think, not trusted or like, because remember, he was basically put in place also by the West, right? Yeah. Um, Martelly, of course, in, put in place by Obama. There's fantastic tranches, fantastic incredible tranches. tranches. Of uh, WikiLeaks documents, uh, you know, detailing all of that. It's pretty shocking. Um, and Moisa then handpicked by Martelly, but um, you know that that there was a perhaps an opportunity for Lavelas for that party to to have, um, like that, the, there was a window opening in these possible upcoming elections where they could take power and that cannot happen. The West will not allow that to happen. And so I think what, if I were to, you know, I'm not in the business of predictions or anything like that, but if I were to say how I think this is going to go, especially if I know the international community, <laughs> what I think we're going to see is Claude Joseph is going to, you know, appoint, you know, he's in there to appoint a new CEP and then he's going to call that, oh, there's so much unrest. We need experts in here to Mm -hmm. make sure our elections are fair and that everything is happening as it should. And you're going to see the UN come in to secure new elections. You're going to see the OAS and all of our old friends coming back in, same as it ever was, to ensure that, you know either Joseph or whoever else they want from this like, you know, this kind of like GMB push, uh, you know, side of the party that they that they get what they want.
0: I would say that that sounds like the most realistic option to me. I mean, there's already. This actually is, is sort of. I think just came out a few hours ago. Um, the uh, the Haitian government is now asking for FBI and DHS officials to come, which the White House has pledged them. Uh, they were asking for military support in some way. I oh, don't know God if sakes. they'll get that overtly. There are there is video that was taken um, on the on the tarmac and uh, a major airport in Haiti that. Uh, of like what looks like u s. special operation guys, like maybe undercover who are mm. meeting u s. embassy officials there. Now that could mean any number of things. I mean, you know, they might just be there for security. They might be there for maybe to take care of some work for them. I don't know, but you know that there is video of that. Uh, whether that'll see actual troops deployed i don't know yet I think it's a little too early to tell, and I think once elections maybe get closer because the elections have been announced that they will happen, but we they haven't been announced when exactly they'll happen there's a certain time frame that they can happen in or legally, although God knows how much that's worth um and so we'll see we'll see if the violence uh gets ratcheted up by then because here's the thing like we talked about in the uh in the last in the last episode we did is that gangs in haiti are used as political weapons by the government of haiti mm-hmm. i mean moisey was really really good at that and at first i think there was a lot of rumors that that maybe had like come back and bitten him in the ass and then he was killed by gangsters which i i could understand people believing that because of how sloppily this was done um i think now that that more has come out it does not exactly look like that yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it is uh, we we will see essentially how the gangs factor into this because that is that is a really big. I mean, I'm not I'm not you know just saying that. I mean, this is they are a big political force in Haiti, um, and and certainly will be employed by whatever corners uh, as as what if this this rumored election gets closer. I think, I think to, get, to get back to the actual assassins a little bit too, I, I think a lot of people really understandably were like, what the fuck? There's like a guy with an American accent saying I'm in the DEA <laughs> and to stand down during this assassination. Um, and it turns out that we now know the identity of that guy, a little fella named James Solages. I don't know how to pronounce it. it sounds like a French kind of name. So Solages? So, 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 I think it's Solages. Sounds good so this guy James Solages is a Haitian American says he's a former US Marine uh, he's got a LinkedIn that describes him it's it's weird because this guy is like a both a, has a couple different kind of confusing online presences he's got a LinkedIn uh, that says he works in construction and works as like a plant operator at an old folks home company which I contacted and have not heard back from and uh, He's also on the board of a nonprofit, which I'm sure is sending off a lot of alarm bells in Liz's head, considering how she feels about those. Uh, and I, I'm not going to pretend to try to butcher the name of it, but uh, the the last two words are Jacques Mel Avan. Uh, they apparently give grants to women in uh, <laughs> Florida and Haiti. Which well, that's real. That's you're not supposed to do that in July. I thought. Uh, I, I I gotta say, last night I really learned my lesson about that. No more. Um, However, the New York Times reports that uh, they have dis- they have at least taken in or disbursed only eleven thousand dollars in twenty nineteen, despite the fact that Solages was working uh, sixty hours or says he was working. Sounds 60 like hours Sounds like
1: basically a day. any other nonprofit, if you're asking me.
0: Yeah, uh, he also said he was the chief of security at the Canadian embassy in Haiti or the chief commander for security. And I think a lot. people sort of tried to make hay out of that, but that smelled like bullshit to me. And of course it is bullshit. Uh, The Canadian said that he was a reserve officer for a brief time. That actually tracks with how a lot of embassy security works in foreign countries, is that obviously the main core of the security there, whoever would be chief of security, is going to be from the country that the embassy is from. Um, But they do use, I mean, the staff in embassies in foreign countries are often you know citizens of that country and so uh, that looks like he might have been like a security guard there or something i mean he certainly does not seem like a top tier commando um and and he's got he does have an interesting bio on the nonprofit website which has now been scrubbed uh liz can you can you hit me with this A building engineer
1: specialized in the field of infrastructure development, certified diplomatic agent, driver's course, and protection course. He was the chief commander of bodyguards for the Canadian Embassy in Haiti. Currently, Mr. Solages works as a corporate executive serving as a consultant in different locations throughout Southern Florida. Mr. Solages also serves as a politician, promoting his country by focusing on compassion programs and counseling economic development programs. Proceeding his tenure as a consultant, his career began as a volunteer in different nonprofit organizations, assisting communities in need. And Haiti, Mr. Solages, is a youth leader and an advocate for underprivileged kids. <laughs> There's so much of that that is, uh, you know, very stupid and very funny, but I do really like <laughs> just like, uh, you know, working, uh, assisting communities in need. And Haiti. And Haiti. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, It's I, I am extremely confused as to what this man is technically saying his job is. Yeah. Uh, he does seem to make it try, kind of puff up his chest, chest and make it seem like he might be kind of like a badass, like international, you know, like security guy. Judging by his uh, operation, that does not seem to be the case uh, and he says he was working as a translator. There was also another Haitian American who was under arrest named Joseph Vincent. Uh, basically no information on this guy out yet. I actually haven't seen a picture of him either. Um, but, uh, alongside these guys, there there's around 15 Colombians, uh, six of whom are now confirmed as being ex-military. And of course, as you might know from listening to the show, Colombian military is trained by the United States. Mm-hmm. Um. hmm Colombia's government and military is now saying that four firms, which they haven't themselves named yet, recruited the soldiers online. Szilagyi's also says that he was recruited online, which – I mean, if you read that
1: bio, obviously you can understand that's recruiter bait.
0: Yeah. But like how are these guys getting – because I get ads for like military shooter jobs or whatever. uh, What do you get like on Instagram? On Facebook. You're on Facebook? Well, I haven't used them in quite a while, but last time I did, I I used to get those. I think it's because I watch gun YouTubes.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Um, Can you imagine uh, if they're
1: recruiting assassins based on people who watch gun YouTubes?
0: I mean, I, you know, here the thing is though is like you always think these things are going to be like way more put together than they are and well, like yeah. look at these bozos.
1: Well, there's some information that leads to uh, leads some to believe that perhaps it was a little bit more put together. But well, well get to I think that
0: I, I think the thing is and I, this is important to note is that like these guys may have killed the president but like they're nothing like they're they're not in. They don't. They do not seem like they're in on the conspiracy. Right? They seem no. They're to be hired. Basically they're they're
1: hired guns. Yeah. Guns and for honestly, hire. For not I very think I've much said money that before either. too. Hired guns. That's not a thing. Why do I hired say guns that? Hired guns is a thing. Yeah, it is. Really?
0: You just say hired guns. Hired guns. Yeah. You never hired a gun. No, mm-hmm. hired guns. It's like if a That's guy's fine. like, it's like a job. That's so like muscle. Yeah. Muscle, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And a gun for hire is a kind of thing, too. Well, That's the like guns a gun for hire, yeah, absolutely.
1: But I didn't know yeah. if you could just reverse it.
0: Oh, yeah, you, you absolutely for a can. hire guns. 100% okay. I'm giving that okay. the brace seal of approval. Well, so the not wife of one of these dead mercenaries named Francisco Uribe uh, is, uh, says that she her husband was hired several not months ago. Not the baseball player. Not the baseball player. For $2,700 a month, which... Not a great salary. I mean, maybe for like exchange rate, but like you're gonna kill a president, dude. Like, I feel like you should get more money. But uh, by a firm named CTU, that is all the information out there about it as of right now. (laughs) I don't know what CTU stands for. I don't. Nothing else. I. That's literally it. Um, But he had been under investigation by the Colombian military and government for having killed a civilian in 2008 while he was in the army and making Mm. it look like the civilian attacked them. Uh, I'm sure he was not punished for that, considering the uh, Colombian army's modus operandi. Anyways, these guys, uh, the two Americans both said that their orders came from somebody who spoke both Spanish and English, named Mike. <laughs> that is... Also, all we know. So, we, we, I'm gonna I mean, we'll go ahead if and say a
1: guess that his name, his name is not Mike. I, I,
0: I would say that his Christian name likely is not Mike. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, this is, this is, I, I think, I think we're, we're, there's a lot of speculation here. And, uh, that is one thing I think we can be absolutely assured of. Um, but I, I what, what most astounded me about this is that these guys were all rolled up in like a day.
1: Yeah. 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 Which, mm, yeah.
0: I mean, so there's, there's kind of two options with that, right? Like, one is that they're morons or like had no exit strategy, mm-hmm. and then two is that they were allowed to be rolled up or sort of set up.
1: Yeah, they got burned. I think that
0: two does not preclude one.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You no, can be I, a yeah. moron and fucked. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, Because here's the
0: thing: is if you're gonna like listen, I know I we got we get doling out a lot of advice in this podcast lately, but true. And yeah, we're an sense. advice podcast. If he, I'm moving yeah.
1: us on iTunes. We're not going to be in whatever we're like, news and humor and politics. Like I we're think we're just John Stewart straight news. Or
0: something. Oh, my God. we're advice. I'm moving us
1: away from that. We're going straight to advice. Okay. There's got to be yeah. an advice one, right?
0: Absolutely does. Yeah. Well, here's Self-help. some advice. If you respond to an internet ad mm. uh, by a company called CTU or maybe something else, yeah. um, uh, and you're going to have to kill the president of anywhere, really – even if they're like, dude, we'll totally get you out. Like, no problem. Like, you know, yeah, we'll don't have a plan. Him. I would have a second thing. Um, get a second plan. Do. Like, maybe Here's a second Here's the other
1: plan. thing, though, Bruce. That's what I'm going to say. What? If you're even contemplating a an ad on, let's say, just for example, sake, Facebook,
0: mm-hmm. looking
1: for shooters, for assassins, for whatever, for a hit job, you might not even – you might not think about the second exit strategy. Yeah. You might not even think of an exit strategy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, these two guys does not preclude did. one. Well, 15 of these fucking guys, as Colombians, got uh, got uh, got popped, or at least 15 went over. I think some some are dead, and I, at least nine are in custody. Um, they're all saying now that they were supposed to kidnap Moisey, and so I'm kind of wondering. Mm. Well, then why did you guys shoot him? And like shoot him like times. a billion times. Yeah. Also
1: after he was dead. Also he like lost his eye. Didn't his eye get yeah, blown they out? Yeah,
0: blew his eye out. Yeah, but you that, can get your eye blown out pretty easy. I don't know if that was an oopsie. Yeah, it does not. I mean that's a shot in the face right yeah, there. Yeah, that's
1: not an oopsie.
0: And so, you know, I'm sure more will come out on who these guys exactly are. Probably by the time this podcast comes out, you'd have to. Remember too that it's not exactly unusual for heavily armed foreigners to be operating in Haiti too. Uh previously a group of seven mercenaries had been arrested and that story was totally weird. Uh they were trying to enter the bank of Haiti with a bunch of briefcases and like AR15s yeah. and all kinds of crazy shit. Uh in order to get some money out, basically for Moisey in a weird power struggle that he was locked under, he was basically trying to steal eighty million dollars. Before <laughs> another guy in his government stole eighty million dollars, yeah. they get arrested because uh, you turns out that basically nowhere in the world is it legal to walk into a bank with a uh, loaded rifle. Yeah, and uh, the things you learn. The, yeah, that's some more advice. That's not legal. Not legal. That group was even more insane than this one, because that group, I mean, if you think Colombians pop up all over the world, the previous group group had two ex-Navy SEALs and then just two Serbians.
1: Serbians? Two couple of Serbs. Oh, it's good yeah. to see them back in the mix. Back in the mix. Serbs low-key fell off, and I'm going to say this, right now, Serbs, very trendy.
0: Spider Network's back, baby.
1: They're extremely, extremely trendy right now. They're like mm-hmm. the Ella M. Hoff of Huge.
0: nationalists. Yeah, yeah, super hot too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and so that that was that was you know, funnily enough, at the president's behest because mm. obviously he did not trust whoever he would have you know uh, put in from the government in charge of doing that. Uh, and it looks like uh, somebody just hired a basically a cheaper team to to assassinate him.
1: interesting thing is that funny enough the director of the cia was in brazil last week
0: (laughs) and And, colombia
1: and colombia yeah this actually was not really reported except for in brazilian news um and the reason it wasn't reported is one because the lamestream media wouldn't report on this in the in the us but also because it was an unplanned trip interestingly enough Mm -hmm. um william burns if you didn't know that's his name that's the cia director he visited with officials from Bolsonaro's administration and the Brazilian intelligence group last week. I mean, I'm trying to I don't know what the kind of scope of the Brazilian intelligence is, but I'm going to guess there's a lot of Americans in there too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I was reading some of the reporting uh, so, or like from, from Brazil, some of the coverage of it. It was funny because they just said, passage through Brasilia was shrouded in mystery. And this was prior to anything that happened in Haiti. I mean, this was just the way that it was reported. Like literally, uh, it seems like Brazilian media was really dumbfounded because uh, they had absolutely no reason why it was there. They weren't given any kind of, usually when there's kind of, vis- especially from the Americans, uh, visits like that, you get some kind of like docket or the, you know, the press is given kind of like talking points. Oh, they discussed this, they discussed that they were kind of vaguely saying it had to do with China and Venezuela. I, I'm not totally sure. I, I mean, I don't obviously don't really believe that, but um, yeah, the entire meeting agenda was kept confidential. And like you mentioned, funny enough, he came straight from Bogota.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he, and- he, you know, these are, you know, Two big power players in Haiti, Colombia and Brazil, and then the American CIA director. I really don't think it's a coincidence.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will say like of Moise's backers in the core group, like the basically the, the group of countries in the U- UN and the EU that are involved in the semi-occupation or the occupation of Haiti, um, the US and Brazil were big backers of, of Moise because he joined them in the OAS against Venezuela. And so whether his time just ran out or anything, I mean- Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I, I don't think that anyone from the, I mean, they, they fully back the, the NED group to the GMB, so- Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, what I'm saying is like, I, I don't, I, I, I think, you know, obviously the president of a country that America has shown a lot of interest in getting assassinated probably was not an unknown factor for, for the CIA. What their involvement is, no idea. Um, I don't necessarily know if the CIA director going to Columbia points to, because I saw a few people talking about this, like, well, he was in Columbia. So he must've been like, I don't think they'd send the, the actual director of the CIA to hire like five guys or, oh, or yeah, 15 I'm sure guys, he was saying, you know what I mean? The guy, Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, but I do think, I do think that like, you know, when stuff like this happens, you, you generally need an okay from somebody.
1: Yeah. And this happened like the day that the new prime minister was announced, which is like, I mean, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like the most planned. This isn't a long con. (laughs) if You know what I'm saying? You know, it does feel a bit, um, you know, okay, here, now's time. Now, now's the time to go. You know what I mean?
0: yeah i mean these guys had been on deck for a while but who knows like maybe you know i'm sure it does not seem honestly like they're very expensive group of guys to keep around and so you know maybe just as a little insurance and then of course time to time to get that paid off comes in i don't know but uh but yeah i mean it is i i think that that to me that detail the fact that The new prime minister was announced the exact day that it happens is a little like, I mean, come on, you know, there's smoke, there's generally fire.
1: Got to nip it in the butt. Predictably, the coverage in the U.S. has been, the coverage in the U.S. media has been pretty horrific. Um, When the Washington Post was first covering what was happening, like just in the news, like news explanation, news page, page one, it probably wasn't page one, um, They wrote the Biden admin may nonetheless find itself dragged into the country's increasingly violent political conflict. One that has been building if largely ignored by Washington for months and which is now expected to deepen further with the immediate path forward, blurred by intrigue. First of all, blurred by intrigue is just a horrible, don't put that in the news. What are you like a gossip page? It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) And second of all, I'm not aware of anything that happens in Haiti that is largely ignored by Washington.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, the U.S. has been very, um, I mean, they're, they're one of our closest neighbors. And they, we've been working really closely with them over the past several years, especially to put pressure on Venezuela. I mean, the whole Petro-Carib scandal, you know, we... we yeah,
1: Biden like, like was the Venezuela guy in the O-Admin.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, Trump got really close with Moise, or at least the Trump administration did. I doubt Trump really had much of an idea who he was, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, it it seems totally ridiculous to me. And and of course, the Washington Post editorial board put out an editorial, like by the actual board, not just by like one or two little one of those you know freak goblins they got hanging around there, uh, saying that the U.S. needs to intervene in Haiti. Uh, I think a large Which part is of weird that too, because we already are. I mean, we ha- we are. He, that <laughs> new—I mean—the new fucking president had to get the okay from an American in order to become the new president.
1: Hey, and WaPo, newsflash: we intervened.
0: Yeah, we like have. There is—we're intervening. Yeah. There are <laughs> I'm foreign to troops shooting in Haitian rivers and giving people cholera and stealing their children. Yeah, like this isn't—we uh, yeah. occupy Haiti. Exactly. Like Haiti <laughs> is is under occupation. And I, and I think, I mean, Moise was not well loved by many segments of, of Haitian society, but quite understandably, people are fucking pissed because I think a lot of people probably do view this as another in a long line of foreign interferences. I mean, at the end of the day, no matter even if the most banal, you know, anodyne explanation for this that he was like killed by Haitian businessmen or Haitian elite who thought he was getting too out of, uh, out of league. Or it's the most maximalist thing, which is where he was killed by the CIA. Whatever it was, is that he was killed by foreigners. You know, like you know, people, people. No matter if they like the president or not, do not view this kindly. Um, But what the fuck can they do about it? Nothing. And that's the whole that's the whole story of Haiti for the past decade after decade after decade. Is people come do terrible things to the country, and then there is virtually no recourse for anybody. Well, okay, like we said, uh, probably will be a lot more information that has come out uh, by the time this episode itself comes out. Although I have a sneaking suspicion that it won't exactly get solved by Sunday, so <laughs> we can, uh, yeah, we can, we can not look forward to that. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, uh, heart goes out to the Haitian people because it's yeah. not looks like things it, as bad as they are, are getting worse.
1: I mean, also, I do want to point out that even if you know, that kind of like, oh, it's just, you know, Haitian elite, a certain segment of Haitian elite that maybe were involved. Like, they're still backed by Westerners, do
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Also, a lot of them are not Haitian to begin with. Yeah, absolutely,
1: so. absolutely. So, I mean, yeah.
0: It's just, ugh. Yeah. Mm. Um, it is, People, people love killing the presidents of small island nations.
1: And by people we mean... U.S. businessman. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so 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 I mean, if you
1: still didn't heed our advice, which is very stupid because we've been giving out really good advice, and also, like I said, this is an advice podcast, mm-hmm. and you should be keeping track. What was our first advice? Advice one. No choppers. Well, okay, that was from previous episode, but I okay, stand by that one. This,
0: I thought we were doing a generalized. Oh yeah. okay, No this no. Oh,
1: what we're gonna go through two years of advice.
0: Well, I can only remember like one episode. Almost two years. Two two episodes ago. Almost two years. Uh, Yes, almost two. Oh Wow, almost two years. Uh, Um, What was was the advice? Stop. Go back. Listen to our first episode about Haiti. Oh, yeah, that. Well, that was a command, not advice. Second advice, don't ever agree to become a mercenary online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't sign up for it.
1: Don't do that. And if Uh, you do- Stop and go back in and quit because you shouldn't okay. do that.
0: Yeah, I, I technically did did do that, I guess. But uh, present company, I should be able to give advice even better that Well, that's how you know. Exactly. From lived experience. It's, uh, this is
1: Brace's lived experience.
0: I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. A third piece of advice here is it really- As a
1: mercenary do, is your new
0: Twitter handle. Do not, do not uh, become a- Uh, president of a small island nation, because rarely ends well for people. Yeah. Also don't go to the new school. No, don't go to the new school. And in fact, if you go to the new school right now, uh, okay, listeners, just so you have to know, we've had to cut ourselves saying (laughs) a lot of things that you should do. If you go to the new school, uh,
1: too hot One for of, TV. A lot of
0: them uh, I mean I can list them real quick in then you know, no, but uh, they're for the blooper reel. They're for the blooper reel. Well, I really don't think we should we should ever did you
1: ever watch those? When I was a kid, my grandfather and I would always watch videos of sports
0: bloopers. Remember when they had I, those I VHS's that
1: were like sports bloopers number six.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah like, oh absolutely. My,
1: me and my grandpa loved those. Love those bloopers. But that's
0: all YouTube is is just bloopers. YouTube killed the blooper reel. Well, the whole no, I would say YouTube expanded the blooper reel into the new millennium. Because now every bloopers are available. But yeah, it's
1: no longer the blooper reel. It's no longer its own little, you know contained thing. Yeah. Contained, sacred moment. Sweetheart. Special moment of bloopers was always a special. Now what well, it's everywhere. Everyone's a actually, blooper now.
0: When I when I was in Dallas, uh, we were at a bar and they were playing a, a TV show that was just called Fail Compilations. That was just obviously like someone's job to go on YouTube and search fails, and had just like so their blooper reels are back. You just call them fails now.
1: Fail, not Lindy blooper. Uh Lindy,
0: Liz, Liz is the general of the fail army.
1: I just think it's like this is like how you know death of culture fail versus blooper, which is fun. Much better blooper, fun, love, lovely, family friendly, something you can enjoy with your grandfather who you miss. Fail mm. is like not for not. That's not fun or nice.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's I'd it. agree with that. Well, guys. We're we we got to You we're know digging, I'm right. Uh, I I didn't even disagree with you. Fuck you. Whoa, this is I'm ending this on a sour note.
1: That's not sour, that's just out of nowhere.
0: Okay, well, sounds like a fail on personal friendship no! level from you. Blooper. Nah, you didn't bloop, baby. You failed. Believe me. Guy lie, we're giving women no quarter. I'm the, i if if this was I it doesn't work. It works. Well, uh, okay. No disrespect you not gone taking goon. your advice on this. I <laughs> yeah, be, but I didn't think of it until a couple days ago. Goon. <laughs> we are going to be gone I'd next support week.
1: That. Also, that's funny because you could do pride and goon.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a sexual pride month, so um and plural pride month. But uh yeah, we are going to be I get plural- a couple months. yeah well plural technically it's a whole year it's each month is i have 12 um but uh we are going to be gone next week which you're not even going to
1: notice
0: you're not going to notice i guess because we're going to put out we're going to re-release re-release we're going to put out a unlock and i don't give a fuck we're going to do a thing
1: we're taking a vacation
0: anyways don't don't send us any messages or anything weird
1: yeah if you're asking where the podcast is hey that's where it is we just told you we're on vacation
0: yeah on vacation
1: But you know what? Um, We're going to be back. Fresher than ever. mm -hmm. Sun kissed. Rested. Revived. Clear eyed.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm getting titty surgery.
1: Full hearted. Can't lose. We won't lose. We never lose. We won't lose. Because I'm
0: Liz. My name is Brace. We are joined, of course, by producer Young Chomsky. Uh, We have music today by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And the podcast is called True and Not. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye
1: your